you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Hello, everybody. My name is Tim. Hi, everybody. My name's Dave. How are you doing today? And we both would like you to welcome you to Living in God's Rhyme podcast. Yes. Right, Dave? Exactly. Welcome, folks. Tim, uh, we're doing every episode a little bit differently, and I sure do like that. What are we going to discuss today? Things we usually discuss, like poetry. <laughs> no, what we're going to do today, Dave, we, <laughs> we're going to read some poems that were picked by my wife, Mary Lou. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I want her, you know, from the beginning I've talked, I want her to be involved in this. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And she's been involved in, well, not every aspect of it, but... You know she's she's been involved and I and I want to keep her involved. Uh, she she has a um, she has a, a a sense about her that I don't always have that I need to rely on. So the, uh, these are poems that she picked, and it was it was interesting that uh, when I told her about this, I said, "Would you please go through the book and pick out some poems that you liked? Because we'd like to take some of those and read them on a podcast." And I want to tell you something. She gave me the books, and she had marked them with a little sticker thing. This is what the first one looked like. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was a turkey feathers or something. <laughs> the other two weren't quite as full, but it was obvious to me that uh, God's Rhyme is her favorite. Yeah. And uh, so I... I and I, I made myself a note here that as you look at the other books, and the other books I've straightened up the tab so they're nice and neat because I have this problem. And, she, and she'll tell you that, yes, I have this problem. So they're nice and neat, but there aren't as many. And I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that there aren't as many because she just ran out of little tabs to put in there. <laughs> <laughs> she ran out of poems that she liked, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this is for Mary Lou today, uh, poems okay. that she liked. Uh, the first one is uh, Have You, Have I, and it is from God's Rhyme. <clears throat> Excuse me. Have you, have I, have you seen how beautiful is grace? Have you felt the comfort of his embrace? Have you looked into your neighbor's face? Have you heard the sweetness of the sound? Have you ever been lost, but now are found? Have you known a love that is never bound? Amazing how our daily lives never end, how a thoughtless word said never seems to mend, how amazing the ease with which we pretend to be as one, whether stranger or friend. Forgive us, Lord, for what we do not say. Please forgive us, Lord, each and every day. You are waiting and we get in the way, wanting the world, knowing that we should pray. Without you in our lives, who can we be? Without forgiveness, how can we be free? It is only with you that we can see that without your grace, there is only me. And uh, I have this little note at the bottom. We can discuss the poem a little bit. But uh, the last line in this poem is uh, what I really had hoped to end up. Uh, when I look back and, and reflect upon it, is the line I would have liked in a poem I wrote years before called Creativity. And we'll get into that next, but this is just about uh, about our faith and how and how we go about it. And uh, 
you know, it's a, a constant struggle between the world and God. What the world wants from us and what God has for us. Right. Uh, and I get lost in that. I, I, I know we all do get lost in the world of it. God's, God's there. He's there for us always. And is, and the uh, we can enjoy and live in His grace, in His love, and His forgiving ways. Uh, once we know that, except that His Son has died for us, and He's our Lord and Savior. He died for our sins once for all, mm -hmm. rose from the dead, and by by the by our faith in believing that, in the grace of God then we will have that. But the world's still going to come knocking on our door, sometimes trying to barge on our door. And uh, we just need to remember that without God in our lives, who can we be? Without forgiveness, how can we be free? It is only with you, God, that we can see that without your grace, there's only me. And I don't ever want that. Those times I end up with it, are terrible times yeah so that's uh, I hopefully that hopefully that's a word of encouragement <laughs> to uh, to those who haven't found Jesus yet and to those who know him knowing that you know and that's what we talked about with the podcast we all go through these struggles mm -hmm. and uh, you take the average person that is in church that sitting in a pew uh, oh I, I've seen many with I see many I saw many today with more greater faith than I have and it shows, <clears throat> excuse me, who are more involved in, in living their faith than I am. And that shows. But um, I'm sure there are times when they, uh, when that door is knocked on and maybe broken down. or it's, it's always there. So don't give up. God's there. He'll see you through if you let him. Yeah. That was that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Well, let's go back to this creativity. Now, forgive you, this isn't one of my Christian poems. Uh, it was, uh, I think, more an exercise in, uh, just an exercise in writing. I don't want to say stupidity. but And I have had many examples in my past, and I still do today, of exercise when I write, and it's an exercise in stupidity. I'm thinking, how stupid can I get? But <laughs> I'm hoping this isn't one of them. Right. Creativity. Like a knife rifled through the still air, your thoughts are stifled by those who care, unnoticed by you at that minute when you first take view of your limits. All around are sounds that abound and drown. Thinking maybe it's spring, annually this comes, you say, but does it really every year, or is it only Friday waiting? Take a trip somewhere afar to air the brain anywhere by car. Take life and strip the walls away, relieve the strain of care today, above the blue with hues so few can view. Take a trip home just if you are just if you are really that kind, who when alone can through your eyes see beyond the stars to what you can be. Truth the saying doesn't ring, perhaps it's more than just the day, perhaps you stop looking in the mirror to see it's only you waiting. And I had a poem, uh, my reflection on this is just a poem and exercise in creativity it was probably a bad day also, but more than an exercise on a bad day, I think this was an acknowledgement 
that the way of the world isn't the answer. And this was, this poem came from, I believe it came from God Still Rhymes, the second book. Okay. So there was some time in there when I was just writing things like that. And yeah, I, for me, that was more of a bad day, a normal day without God. And before I knew Jesus, it was more like that than it is today. Right. Yeah. That's a good poem, though. I like that. Oh, one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was somewhat surprised that one got in the book. Uh, the the uh, publisher who published it was my second publisher, and uh, they were concerned about violence and, uh, yeah, violence and just things of that type. And so this one was uh, with the knife because, and the, and the reason I wondered about it at times was a friend of mine had, I wrote a poem about him, and we'll get to it one day, where he was in church and ready and going up to take communion. And he said that he felt the blood of Jesus drip on his, onto his neck. It, it was bleeding onto his neck. Well, I had to change that line because that was expressed violence, blood. Oh, really? On your neck. Yeah, it was, it astounded me. It absolutely astounded me that it did that. Uh, they did that, but uh, I guess it was one of those things that I, I had my choice. I could change it or leave it out of the book. But right. I thought the rest of the poem and his thoughts while going to communion were, were important enough that I could, I could live with that change and hopefully get his message that he had was given through it. But yeah, again, that's just a side thought on publishing sometimes. Uh, well, our, our, sometimes you're surprised. I am sure that our listeners are curious about publishing too. I mean, it's not just... Well, we're not going to talk about that for a while. No, but I'm just saying it's, <laughs> it's it's a it's a process because, and I'm sure you know this. It's just like me when when I'm editing this podcast, folks, and 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 now that we're doing video too, and we're, we're going to be posting the video very very soon. It's a process. What what do you leave in? What do you cut out? What do you think will will be found offensive in today's world? Also, what. What, what do you want to insert? And you know, what you insert is just as important as what you take out. But taking things out, there are, there are many things that I take out of our podcast. That when I'm editing, folks, the ahs, the ums. The, the, yeah, those very, those very offensive ums and ahs. They are. And also some, you know, some, some dead air. I mean, it's a lot like radio. You don't want dead air for too long. Dead air for a certain amount of time sometimes gives emphasis, sometimes it doesn't. It's all, it's all part of it. And I'm sure that publishing is the same way and they've got to uh, i don't want to say publish for the masses but you in a sense you almost have to in a, in a book right what do you think well there's two ways to look at it it depends on the type of book you're looking the audience you're trying to reach exactly yeah. you're going to read a christian audience you're going to write the truth that god has given you mm -hmm. if the publisher doesn't like that that's the publisher's problem not yours as long as it's the truth of God that you're writing about. Now, I may have very well on this one given in when I shouldn't have. I was new at this. I, I explained the reasoning for it being in there. But again, uh, it, it, 
it was the one time I gave up, and I I will not do anything that easily again. You know, well, did it did it change the the poem that much? No, no. This just just gave it an added. Uh, um, just it, the sense that you got of what he was experiencing was a little deeper because of that. Okay. Yeah. But again, when I changed the the line, it still you still got the sense of what he experienced while he was going up to take communion. Okay. Well, see, that's, so that, that's it, it, it. You know, I didn't. It didn't change yeah. what communion meant to this man. Right. Right. It didn't do that. But uh, so that's just the. Okay. And aside that the side note that uh, we've now noted and can move on. Yeah. <laughs> Make a notation yeah. in the show notes moving forward. Yes. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh huh. So I, I. Go ahead. I was going to say show notes reminded me as I was practicing my reading of these poems today, which I probably should practice for four times longer than I do. Uh, as you post these show notes, you might want to look at the, a couple of typos. I do. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll tell you where they are. I already know. <laughs> oh, you are? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's good. Yeah. He's good at what he does. All right. He really is. So I, I also edit, I edit Tim a little yeah. bit once in a while. Yeah. But, you yes, know, I, 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 I think all of us are that way. We get to typing and then we don't look up or whatever and... It doesn't matter. That's well. I, as long as I can figure out what the word is supposed to be. <laughs> Sometimes that keyboard is one key off. I mean, away from where it should be. Yeah. You know, just anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, let me go to this one, Dave. Let, let's, why don't we go to another poem, Tim? <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. This is from God Still Rhymes. Okay. Who am I? Jesus asked his disciples, "Who do you say I am?" Who do you? Who did they think he was? In times of doubt, I ask myself, who do I think I am? At these times in my life, I know I must reply, I am reborn, I am saved, I am forgiven, I am redeemed, I am made holy in his sight, I am blessed, I am loved, I am a child of God, I am one with God forever in his sight, I am now made right. Though I may stumble and fall, my name he will always call always and forever he will leave me never yes i am a child of god that is who he says i am and i have to i have to tell you right now when i was practicing this earlier and, and had read it out loud and as i was reading it right now i got this feeling uh, just this tingly warm feeling in my arm and in the side of my face but it just because this is who I want. This is who I am, and I have to. And I have to. I want. That's who I want people to see me to be. Mm -hmm. uh, and I pray uh, in my daily prayers that that I live this way. That that uh, others will see something in me that they may say, "How? What is it about you that's different than the rest of us, or whatever they see?" But. Uh, this is a, a very personal poem to me because when I read this, I know it's a, a, a one a reminder that of who I am. It's I can wake up, I can go through my day, I can pray, I can know that that Jesus has saved me. But mm -hmm. again, who am I? 
God is the great I am. But I am a child of God. Right. And I, I, uh, it's interesting because I had read a book and part of it was about what we're talking about, who God is and who we are and who, the, who do people say that Jesus is. But uh, he says it's interesting because when uh, you, uh, when people ask you, what's your name? You say, I am Tim Carter. Right. Not always, but in saying that, it's just like the God saying, you know, people saying, who is, you know, uh, what's the name of God? It's the great I am. So it just was a, an interesting correlation, uh, between that. If we truly understand it, when I say I am Tim Carter, well, I am Tim Carter, a child of God. So, yeah, I'm sorry, I was writing something down. Um, <laughs> folks, I take, <laughs> I get my episode names out of things that that usually either Tim and I are discussing or something Tim says. Um, so you might hear something, you see something that he just said. And showing us, but I, that's why. And, and when I'm looking away, if you see this on video, I'm changing my setup a little bit. I, I, if I'm turning to the right, it's just because I'm looking at a different computer. But, anyways, um, I like that. You know, there's something about that poem. And we talked about this last week about the prayers that you do. I think it was last week, the last episode. The prayers the kids. Oh, the, yeah, you know, when kids, for kids I mean, to pray. Yeah, but this reminds me a lot of, how do I say this? Not, I mean, it reminds me a lot of that kind of a poem to where, or you could say this at dinner every night and it would be a grace in a sense too. And I don't mean to to belittle the, the poem that way. And that, if this is coming out wrong, folks, and Jim, I apologize for that. But it, it just is... I like this. I am saved. I am forgiven. I am redeemed. I am made holy in His sight. I mean, that's just that's it's very very powerful. I, well, when you, and when you think of that, or when I think of that, I think Tim, why do I have those moments when I'm feeling sorry for myself? I'm going to go through trials. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells me that. God's word tells me yes. I am going to go through trials, but He's going to see me through it, and the end result of that trial is. Uh, a lesson that I've he has for me right so I need to I need to rip this page out of the book and just put it on my nightstand and <laughs> go out, read it in first thing in the morning well either that or just just take a page out of the show notes and instead of, <laughs> instead of destroying a book you know well the book is proper as a, I think in the book the uh, all the typing is good but in the show notes <laughs> my copy would not be <laughs> okay <laughs> And I, I do. I have. I have one question for you, though, before we go on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You were talking about turning. When you turn to your right, you know, you're looking at another screen. Mm -hmm. What show are you watching? Well, are you watching then, TV while we're recording this? No, actually, the TV's back there. Um, are you listening to another? Are you watching a podcast while we're doing this? No, no, I'm not. Okay, uh, all right, I'm all right. Actually, I just want to want to clarify. Actually, that. I'm actually paying attention to you. Okay. All right. I, I thought oh, look, so. But oh, I, look, a bird. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to make a mental note, which uh, 
It's usually erased within a minute. There is a poem in a, in a, in a producer uh -huh. about a producer that needs to be written and edited. <laughs> so I'll work on that, okay? Okay, that sounds like a plan. All right. Yeah. Um, well, folks, if you see my name down there, if you're watching the video, it says Mr. Question. So I know that you have you just said we all go through trials. I've gone through trials. Uh, no, not court trials, but just daily trials. I Some of the trials we go through would be worse than a court trial. Oh, man, I tell you, yeah. If we let it. There's the one phrase that really gets me, and I like the whole poem, don't get me wrong, but the one that I really like, though I may stumble and fall, my name he will always call, always and forever. He will leave me never. I, Yes, I am a child of God. That is who I am. Or who he says I am. He says you are. And now you say you are, right? Yes. And I'm starting to believe that I am too now. So that's a well, that's a plus. But what made, where did, do you remember what brought this poem out or on or what where you were at in, in, this, in this time when you wrote this? No, I just, I was just writing. Um, and it's just one of those things that, uh, I'm not sure what I was reading at the time, mm -hmm. but it's just I had either I could I could have read an article on online or heard something in church that just you know uh, talking about where what Jesus says about uh, let me go back to this here. When he asked the, the apostles, you know, who who do they say, who do the people say I am? And then, as uh, I think it was just a matter of reflection and uh, past experiences, where it just led to, yes, I know I'm a child of God. We are all a child, you know. If you're saved, you're a child of God. You're an adopted son or daughter of His. Therefore, you're a child. And and then again, I it may be after right after I heard that thing about I, I mentioned where. When somebody asks you, you know, what's your name, you say, well, I am. And that may have all come together, but it was written in 2000, well, the, that was probably written in 2017. Okay. So, you know, it's more than a day old, so I don't remember all the, everything that went into it. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. And I know those are hard questions. They really are. I, I, I understand that. That's... Well, it's like saying, you, you, why, why did you ask that person that question 14 years ago? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So anyway. Yeah, yeah can we, uh, let's on. just go on to uh, the next one. How's that? Yeah, and uh, this one here, I have a note about, it says, there are times I don't act like, don't act like, and times I wonder if I am a child of God. When I pray at those times, I know I'm a child of God. And this is a prayer that uh, I wrote after a, a kind of a tough time in my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the, the result of it. It's called, and it also, no, let's just leave it at that. 
restore me. Dear Lord, forgive me for I have sinned. I have sinned against you and your son, and the very, earth, the very earthly ones I love, those who uplift me each and every day. I ask for forgiveness and restorations to what I was the time before, to that hour I knew the right and trembled in fear at the wrong. Forgive my lack of faith in my daily race. Forgive, my, forgive me the waste and the acrid taste. It's not that I doubt when I wander about. I know with all my heart this tears you apart. I need you, Lord. Your word, I cannot afford the cost that my soul may be lost. My prayer, my hope is that you heard. You loved me before the world was born. <clears throat> Help me to love myself and weather this storm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for removing the dart from my failing heart. And then there are some afterthoughts. Some words that rhyme when we need time, when in need we must heed. Even a sinner can be a winner. No matter the pace, we must run the race. He is at the door, knock, and find salvation's rock. In belief is relief. Living with Jesus is all that pleases. He is always there in that breath of air, always and forever. He will leave us never. Help me to remember, not just in September, that only you are Lord above this earthly horde. Thank you, Lord, for who you are and for your love. And that is a prayer I've, I have said often in my life, and I know a lot of Christians have said it. And I'm just thankful that I am able to say it again when I need it. I wish I didn't have to say it, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, I'm 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 still human in, in living in this world. Uh, God is in me. Jesus is in me. The Holy Spirit's in me. But I still have those times, and this is a, a as much a prayer of asking for restoration. But it's also being thankful that God does restore me. So I think okay. we need to, both of these poems. Yeah. Uh, I think they go together. And I, as a Christian, I hope that we uh, realize that in those times of struggle mm -hmm. and uh, we concentrate more on Jesus in our struggle. Our struggle, I know we got to live with it during the day and through our lives, but uh, just give it over to God. Let him take care of it and try our best to uh, trust in his ways, trust in his word, what he has for us. Yeah, I, uh, that's a, uh, let's go on to the next one. All right. I'm sorry. That's, no, that's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll leave it at that and let the listeners uh, kind of run that through their minds and see what they think. Yes. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Okay. And it's, um, yeah, you can read it in the show in the show notes, or you can read that or other ones in the book. Yeah. Okay, that was an uh, unpaid-for advertisement. We'll go on. <laughs> Meet me, Lord, meet me, set me free. You know where I've been, you know of my sin. And although you know, you continue to show that I am your child with a love so mild. Lord, you met me when I could not see beyond my sight what I thought was right. 
You met me in the dirt of my earthly hurt, my life you did raise so that you I could praise. Finally found, hearing your sound, the whisper of your spirit loud enough that I did hear it. You met me in uncharted seas with the waves washing over me and calm with storms of a life forlorn. My morning prayer. Meet me, Lord, every day as I lift my head from my bed. Help me to pray that each new day I hear you before rising to my feet. You, Lord, are my, are my anchor. You are my healer. You are my redeemer, my hope, my joy. You, Lord, are my everything. Without you, Lord, I am nothing. With you, I can be everything you want me to be. Everything that you have for me. My evening prayer. May my life be as unleavened bread, without the yeast as the world serves it. So when we meet, I can hear the word said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. So, that's, uh, again, it's a, still, it's a continuation of, the, of the, the theme of those two previous poems. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's just, uh, again, it's a prayer of thanksgiving, a prayer of hope. Uh, and it's interesting because you know, my hope in writing is that others will read and get something out of it. And I have had people tell me about some times that a poem has helped them through something, but every poem I write helps me. Does it? Yeah, it does. It brings me closer to God because uh, when I learned to pray before I started writing, why that definitely was brought me closer because it was a matter of putting it in God's hands. And as I've said a number of times, they don't always go where I think they're going to go. <laughs> yeah, I am open to his word and which uh, should and, and hopefully most times does uh, go over and just to my daily life and how I live and I know I, I fail often and I've said that before and I'm not going to dwell on it anymore today we're going to dwell on the good things that God has for us but in, in all those other and all those poems so far the one thing that keeps resonating with me is that he is there to be with you and forgive you and welcome you in every time and welcome you back, right? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, if I have truly repented of my sin, mm -hmm. uh, then, yeah, he, he will welcome me back. You, yeah. you take the prodigal son. You know, it all goes back to that Old Testament story mm -hmm. of the prodigal son and how he asked for his inheritance from his father and left and wasted his money away and realized that he could go back and work for his father and eat eat, eat like the animals did and he'd be better off. Yeah. And his father saw him coming and ran out and welcomed him with open arms. Put a robe on him and a fancy robe on him and had a party for him, a feast. Yeah. And you know when when we come back, I'm, I'm sure God's that that's God. He's joyful. He's happy and glad we're back. Yeah. And celebrate. Yeah. yeah. So you're ready to move on? Yeah, this is the, uh, check my notes here. Yep. This is the last one we have today. And, uh, this is a poem I wrote in 1972. And we're talking about the good things that God has given me, how good mm -hmm. he's been to me through these. Mm 
and as I was, we were just talking about that, this is one of the good things God gave me, mm -hmm. what this poem is about. Okay. It's called Trilogy A Day Spent. We'll call it Chapter One, <laughs> Brown Paper Bag Poem. Do you like the poetry when it reflects the beauty of its inspiration? Do you like the truth of the lines in that part of the heart given to you when you read for the first time the poet's mind? I think so, for all of life does. What is beautiful is yours and mine and life's. Chapter 2. Smiles. When you were born, did the doctor tickle you? That smile has torn at my mind to be, to be near you one must leave behind his hesitation and forget his destination. A nod is not as good as a wink, and as the eyes blink, what was wrong, you have made right. It hasn't been long since you've been in sight, but from the beginning, I knew you were right. Chapter 3. Campfire Warmth How old are you? How old am I? How long is life? The word life keeps coming to mind because joy and laughter, kindness and love, the compassion and your feelings, sensitive and delicate, are what it is we're living though so few of us are able to know it. This is a poem I wrote on a brown paper bag, a grocery bag, after spending the day with Mary Lou at the local state park. And then I wrote, I guess I was smitten. <laughs> I think you and I don't, for some reason, that one was flagged too as one of her favorites. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is the second poem I wrote for her. And, yeah. uh, she has been the inspiration for a lot of poetry over the years and uh, been an inspiration in my life just being my wife. So that's, mm -hmm. uh, those are some poems picked by Mary Lou, some of her favorites. Well, I think Mary Lou deserves a lot of credit for today's show. She's, uh, she's she done does. well. Yes, she, she does. Yes, yeah, she's picked well, and that was, <laughs> she... She might get upset with me if I say this, but sorry. <laughs> when I came home from work and I'd asked her if she'd done what I'd asked her to do about picking out some favorites, she says, I couldn't do that. I says, you couldn't? Why not? Or, didn't you find any you liked? She says, no, I, as I, grew up, as I just kept reading and I kept crying. So, <laughs> oh, that, that in itself was a blessing to me. Yeah knowing that uh, her love and support for what I do, who I am, because these poems are who I am. Yeah, you can tell. I can tell, folks, and you should be able to tell by now, as you've obviously been listening. If you're, if you're this far into season two and episode two, you've been listening. I, uh, I think Mary Lou has been a blessing in your life. I really do. Yes. For you, she has, uh, has always been a blessing. My, my now that we're talking about your wife, my, uh, folks, I'm going to tell you a little story about Tim's wife, Mary Lou. <laughs> and this was before Tim and Mary Lou were married. And I remember we were at my our mother and father's house. Yeah, <laughs> the, the I just want people to know what I'm. You know that I it's a legitimate drinking. Yeah, and and it was a Sunday, and I'm sure we were all over for Sunday dinner, but. Mary Lou used to be a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. I remember watching that game, and it, it was more fun watching Mary Lou 
<laughs> and her excitement, let's just go with excitement for the game and the team, than it was watching the game. And I love football, folks. Don't get me wrong. I really love football. I have never been a huge Dallas fan, but it was I was a huge fan of watching Mary Lou watch Dallas. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was just... I. That's the kind of enthusiasm that Mary Lou brings into a relationship with Tim. And I think that makes Tim a better and more enthusiastic person also. She she has brought me out of our mother's maiden name, my shadow. (laughs) And if you if you are if you grew up in New Mexico, as she did, you're probably going to pay one of two teams. The Dallas Cowboys or that other one in Denver. Yeah, we uh, talked about them. <laughs> in her family, it was uh, with her stepfather and mother and brother and sisters. Oh, I, I think with her brothers and sister, it, it was Dallas. Although yeah. that may have changed uh, over the years, but at least with her stepfather, in her it was the Dallas Cowboys. And you're right, it was quite an event. What quite a yeah, quite a bit watching her. <laughs> we can we could call it an event. Even Dad used to say, "Wow, that's a lot of energy." <laughs> well, I mean, at the time, I remember you're... once Dad said to me, "Make sure he's not bleeding, will you?" After <laughs> you have to remember back at that time, you know, you couldn't root, you couldn't share the Detroit Lions on that way. So what we were seeing out of her was completely flabbergasted us oh yeah it was brand new we didn't know what winning was <laughs> because we were we were detroit fans because you did you had to be that's the only team we had yeah so anyway and the other, only other close team besides that was cleveland and well again you don't get much better yeah Anyways, yeah, you yeah you wanted to keep it on this side of the state line oh, always yes that's what we had our, our brother's wife may not like that jan may not like the fact that we like to stay north of the michigan border but well she had the pleasure of being born in ohio yes and family going to that university yes so i i don't hold it against her um and uh i haven't i haven't started praying that she changes her ways but uh (laughs) we're all entitled to mistakes in our lives i've made some yeah but you know i'm she she's firm in her belief of in God and of you, you got to give her credit you got you know she she firmly stands behind her team yes she yeah, yeah and there is no doubt and so do her kids yeah and she's got some great kids too and so does Paul and you and it's, it's fun it's just I did not think this poem would lead us to a conversation on football and family no but you know what <laughs> every every poem leads to something different doesn't yes it, it does because I'll be honest with you I know what state park you're talking about and folks were talking about Michigan, and, and there's lovely state parks, and they're all around water somewhere. I remember because Dad had been burned out on being in Boy Scouts and a, and a, and a scout master and all that kind of stuff. Mom and I went camping at that same state park. Mm. And wonderful memories of Mom and I. I, I have a mother and I, a mom and I at, at that state park numerous times. Mm. And it was... Yeah, and it was a gorgeous state park. It was, and it, what it wasn't too far away. I mean, it was no, what a half hour drive? Not even that. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's just it's right, on, right on Lake Huron. Beautiful yeah. place. Yeah, beautiful playing yeah. in the water and 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 yeah, I just yeah, it was a great place to be. And um, 
I just I just thought of one thing. People may be wondering how I only the, the, my second poem, and I'm at the state park with her. We are up there with mutual friends again. So that's how I had the time to spend with her, and we we did spend our time together. So that's how that came about. Oh, so it wasn't the same paper bag. Huh? It was the same paper bag. No, I meant from the first poem to this poem. Oh no, 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 no! That was no. This was all from one day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but I meant I meant the first time you you went up there with her, you wrote her a poem too, wasn't that on a on a bag? No, the first poem I wrote to her was on a napkin. That's right, a napkin. Well, you got to remember, I'm getting old too. You are. So let's let's uh, yeah. <laughs> let's give you some relief and. Yeah. And, uh, well, for, I tell you what, let's do this before we get into the uh, the, the the goodbye prayer, which I, I think and hope that people are enjoying. Where can we? Uh, where can our friends buy your books, Tim? Well, our friends and uh, soon-to-be friends, and those we don't know yet, can buy them on Amazon. Go to uh, you can click on it. You can type in any book. And if you put my name after it, it you come to it quicker. Less of a search. Uh, God's rhyme. God still rhymes. Uh, living in God's rhyme, and the books will show up. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to Barnes and Noble online and do the same thing. Or you can go to Barnes and Noble in the store and ask them if they have the book, uh, which is unfortunately probably not going to be likely because I'm not popular yet in every every Barnes and Noble area but you, you go into the store you can order them ask them to order them and uh, get them that way yeah or you could even go to my publisher's website and I was thinking of this the other day letrapress.com and you can buy it from them also but right, say, uh, that, say that one more time Tim so I can write it down and make letra, sure I get L-E-T-T-R-A that's with a capital L capital P-R-E-S-S Dot com and they should have a spot on there the last time I was there I okay. they have a place to buy books also and and you could get a, a look at the other book Christian books that they that they uh, have published too okay I will put that in the show notes and I'll also add it to uh, to the website and don't yeah. forget folks, we do have a website where you can listen to these podcasts you can listen to past podcasts you can see pictures of Tim and I. You can also read the blogs, which are, are some are show notes, copies of the show notes. Some are Tim's thoughts, and and more will be coming soon. Yeah, I just uh, posted one. Uh, well, this will be about a week and a half before this comes out, mm -hmm. uh, and it just has the name of the of what I've written. As it, it doesn't come as a podcast title, but it's in there in the blog with the show notes and uh, yeah there are poems that I probably have that I haven't read on the podcast yet and uh, the two that are there are poems that I wrote specifically for that so they're recent things yeah and I'm very happy with this last one so if you yeah check it out uh, let us know what you think yeah folks on every page on our website there is a comment section or a contact us section let us know what you think. Let us know what your your thoughts are. If you like it, you don't like it. If uh, you want more of some specific kind of a poem, let Tim and I know. When Tim will uh, be happy to try and accommodate that situation. But the website is livingingingodsrhyme.com. 
And if you want to check us out on Facebook, which is Tim's Facebook page, it's facebook.com backslash God Still Rhymes. And that's where Tim posts all these things, and it's great stuff. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I also wanted to mention that next week on episode number three of season two, we're going to be having a special guest. It's an old friend of Tim's, and I know him now myself. And I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. So please tune in next week for that surprise guest. Tim, that's that's about all I got for today. You well, guys, I think I think we got through everything. I think everything, we did. Uh, everything plus uh, yeah. a few everythings. <laughs> it's been it's been a joy. I've I've enjoyed this one, Dave, and I, I hope the listeners have too. Uh, so yes, I'll close in a prayer for us. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity you've given Dave and I to uh, have this podcast and to uh, for me to be able to read some poems uh, and for the discussion that you lead us into afterwards. Uh, we pray, Father, that it's just, uh, those who are listening, that they uh, have received something that uh, has been beneficial to them or at least of interest to them, and it will lead them to continue to listen to our podcast we pray for those lord who are listening who are who are ill who are sick who have uh, other struggles going on in their lives lord that you would heal them and bless them uh and help those lord who are searching for you lord to to find you lord and if it's through this podcast uh we thank you for your blessing these people and us but uh we pray, Lord, for everyone that's listening, their families, that you would uh, bless them, give them health, and uh, help them with their needs and struggles. And we pray, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And we'll close with this. If you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. But don't forget, we are the king's kids, and you'll never get rid of us, for we are his with Jesus. God bless you all. Have a great week. Good night, folks. Bye-bye. Bye.